Editor's Note We open our collection with a delightful short story by the author Harrison S. Morris, a busy Philadelphia businessman and philanthropist who, fortunately for us, occasionally took time out to write. Also to our fortune is the fact that Alcala, the Spanish town described in this story, is quite real, and its opulent town center has been declared a UNESCO World Heritage Site. A viewing of the town's Wikipedia page, with pictures of its wonderful castles and cathedrals, as described in the story, gives one to believe that Morris had actually been to Alcala, and was writing from vivid memories of his visit. You have never heard of Alcala? Well, it is a little village nestling between the Spanish hills, a league from Great Madrid. There is a ring of stone houses, each with its white-walled patio and grated windows, each with its balcony, whence now and then a laughing face looks down upon the traveller. There is an ancient inn by the roadside, a time-worn church, and above, on the hilltop, against the still blue sky, the castle, dusky with age, but still keeping a feudal dignity, though half its yellow walls have crumbled away. This is the Alcala into which I jogged one winter evening in search of rest and entertainment after a long day's journey on muleback. The inn was in a doze when my footsteps broke the silence of its stone courtyard. But presently a woman came through an inner door to answer my summons, and I was speedily cast under the quiet spell of the place by finding myself behind a screen of leaves, with a straw-covered bottle at my elbow, and a cold fowl within comfortable reach. The bower where I sat was unlighted, save by the waning sun, and I could see but little of its long vista without neglecting a very imperious appetite. The lattice was covered, I thought, with vine leaves, and I felt sure, too, that some orange boughs reaching across the patio wall mingled with the foliage above my head. But all I was certain of was the relish of the fowl and the delicious refreshment of the cool wine. Having finished these, I lay back in my chair, luxuriating in the sense of healthy fatigue, and going over again, in fancy, the rolling roads of my journey. I believe I also fell into the prevailing slumber of the place, lulled by the soft atmosphere and gentle wine, and might have slept there till morning had a furious sneeze not awakened me with a start. I looked confusedly about in the dusk, but could see nothing save at last the tip of a lighted cigarette in the remote depths of the bower. I called out, "'Who's there?' and was answered courteously by a deep, gruff voice in Spanish. "'It is I, señor, José Rosado.' "'Are you a guest of La Fonda?' said I, for I had learned that this was the name of the inn and was a little doubtful whether I had fallen into the hands of friend or foe. Ha, ha, ha! 
with a long explosion of guttural sounds, was my only answer. Then, after a brightening of the cigarette fire to denote that the smoker was puffing it into life, he said, I, senor, am the host. At this, I drew my chair closer and found in the thin reflection of the cigarette a round, bronzed face beaming with smiles and picturing easy, good health. It was winter in Spain, but the scent of flowers was abroad, and the soft, far-off stars twinkled through the moving leaves. What wonder, then, that we fell into talk? I, the inquiring traveller, he, the arch-gossip of Alcala, and talked till the moon rose high into the night. "'And who lives in the castle on the hill?' I asked, after hearing the private history of half the town. "'Ah,' said my host, as if preparing to swallow a savory morsel. "'There's a bit of gossip. There's a story indeed.'